0: Is it a case of mistaken identity or a heinous act of treachery? On tonight's episode of Unsolved Mysteries, we take a look at the case of Vergas Grandes and the strange connection with Zeke My Ass Out. Week two of the Fresh Green Bowl League led to a startling revelation. Adam was indeed a falling asleep at drafts, beating on women, piece of shit. This we knew, but then the mysterious Zach Percival, a.k.a. Vergas Grande, stepped in to save a complete trash bag of a team. But nobody could save the rectal itch that was that team. But with Jared Cook on your team, I can't blame you. As time went on and the losses racked up, activity waned. No chat posting, no free agent pickups, and no response to trades. He announced himself as inactive in the league. It was like Zach disappeared off the face of the planet. Nobody had met him, no pictures surfaced, and no police reports had been filed. So nobody gave a shit. The beatdowns were bad enough that the creators of the greatest podcasts on the face of this planet or any other planet, including Grom Flom Prime, that all drops were ceased because why waste a good thing on a do-nothing fantasy owner who compromised the integrity of the FGBL? But then the activity ramped up, right when a special someone needed certain things to fall his way. We'll go over the rest of the evidence on the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. The leading free agent pickup was acquired on a crucial Week 12 matchup by a guy who has not touched his computer to do anything but look at bestiality porn. On this episode of Unsolved Mysteries, we look at Vergas Grandis' recent activity for Week 12. Vergas Grandis was set up with a matchup with the second seed, Hannah Montana, and the soft tissue issues. Vergas had lineups with bi-week players in the lineup several times this year, but this week was different. Vergas Grandes was apparently all-in. He picked up Jalen Samuels, he benched Mahomes and Watson, who were on a bye, and with some cushy matchups, was able to get the win over Hannah Montana. The kicker is the commissioner, Michael Wyatt, a.k.a. Zeke My Ass Out, needed the soft tissue issues to lose. The ever-important second seed was up for grabs, and playing a bye week-grading Golden God, Michael liked his chances. But it backfired in spectacular fashion. The Golden God once again put up the highest points on the week and destroyed Zeke My Ass Out in the process. That ass was wallered out and ripped like tissue paper. The plan didn't work to a T, but we'll examine and wrap up the rest of the evidence on the next episode of Unsolved Mysteries. never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world. Even though a lot of you don't like to hear it, I just, it's fact. I'm the best, you know what I mean? I Sometimes I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth. I'm the best. Fresh Green Bowl league. Fresh Green Bowl league. Fresh Green Bowl League. Murmur it up, T-Bags. Fresh Green Bowl league. Fresh Green Bowl league. Fresh Green Bowl league. It's still real to be damn it. Fresh Green bowling. What's up, guys? Uh, Zach got fired. Zach, who? Exactly, Zach
1: Wyatt. <sighs> we don't. We've never seen Zach.
0: We've never seen Zach besides a picture. I'm using air quotes.
1: Uh, how convenient, Michael.
0: Yeah, just getting fired.
1: But for those of you who haven't haven't heard the unsolved mystery. That is about Zach, and uh, once again, a little history there.
0: Yep, a little history there. Um,
1: History, like uh, the outlook for me and you, Brock.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not... (laughs) It's not looking good. It is not looking good, but we're not dead yet. Sadly. Kyle.
1: We're not not mathematically eliminated. We are
0: not mathematically eliminated. Kyle, you are mathematically eliminated. Sorry about you but for every yin there is a yang Max clenched? clenched again like some tight butt cheeks
1: mm, no pressure
0: a lot of pressure I'm glad, we could, I'm glad we
1: could get you the uh, get you the playoff berth
0: playoffs is nothing new for Max that is for damn sure so let's just get into it we had no trades but we did have a top 10 So it's time for Cream of the Crop. Let me say it out loud. The Cream of the Crop. I am the Cream. I am the Cream, yeah. The Cream of the Crop! The Cream of the Crop, that is right. The top 10 players on the week. And let's get it started with number 10, Jacoby Myers. Riding uh, Keller's bench with 31.9 points. A huge game on Monday night. 12 receptions, 169 yards, just... Like that said, a big game that you haven't seen from uh, many Patriots receivers this year.
1: Speaking of riding the bench, DJ Chark coming in at number 9. 32.1 points. ODB in the 8-pound shits. Decided up to start him. And,
0: well. I started Kyle Allen instead, so. It's what I get. <clears throat> what I get. Anyways, DJ Chark, uh Back.
1: With a good performance.
0: Hopefully it stays that way. Number 8, Patrick Mahomes. 32.5 points, 372 passing yards, and 4 passing touchdowns. The Chiefs just don't run the ball.
1: Nope, they throw it, and they throw it to Tyreek Hill coming in at number 7. 32.6 points, getting a couple touchdowns. Uh, huge performance over 100 yards there, uh, outscoring his quarterback by .1 points.
0: Honestly, um, he is my big surprise this year. Not that he's been doing good, but the fact that he's been doing this good consistently. You know, he's usually been pretty boomer bust, but this year is not the case. Speaking of a little bit boom or bust, Josh Allen is back on our list at number six. It'd been a minute, but you know what? The maybe the worst secondary in the history of football will do that for you. Thirty-six point nine points. He had four hundred and fifteen passing yards. Three passing touchdowns. He also had 14 rushing yards with a touchdown to, uh, yeah, to cap it off. So big, big performance by Josh Allen.
1: Christian McCaffrey coming in at number five. uh, Getting it done for one week. Getting hurt the next. 37.1 points. 69 rushing yards. One touchdown. Put the receptions. Ten receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. Big week out of Christian McCaffrey. Uh... Todd hopes to have him back soon.
0: Yeah, I bet. Anybody wants to see him see back, that's for damn sure. Number four, Devontae Adams. Since he's been back, all he's done is do this. 38.3 points, 10 receptions, 173 yards, and one touchdown. Yeah, just a big-ass game on a Thursday night.
1: And the fantasy MVP, Kyler Murray. 42.1 points. Uh... Doing it big, a lot of touchdowns. Four touchdowns, uh, over 100 rushing yards, almost 300 passing yards. He is dominant right now. It's, It's nice to see.
0: Yeah, he is what Lamar Jackson was last year. Just unstoppable. He's he's looking real good. Number two, Richie Rich James, 42.9 points. Nobody started that motherfucker. Nine receptions, 184 yards, and a receiving touchdown. Those bonus points add up.
1: Yes, they do. He's on my team now. So, three points this week. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, number one player on the week. Again,
0: Back to back.
1: 53.2 points. Uh, The touchdowns are coming quite frequently for Dalvin. Uh, They are letting Dalvin cook and he's whipping it up and uh, Clarence is a beneficiary there.
0: The crazy thing to me is that he's been breaking all these AD rushing records and shit like that. It's it's crazy. He is good. If he can stay healthy, he might be one of the best in the NFL. But it is time for our week nine recap. It's a recap. Week nine recap. Let's get into it. And we are going to start out with, I guess, most of the drops. Tip to tip the bro team, 78.9 points max with the high points at 171 points on the week
1: that's a lot of dollars
0: it is a lot of dollars i was actually thinking this week that you you know last year mark had the monopoly on all high weeks i was like you know what this one's actually been pretty back and forth max has one i think this is his third now He he's just taking the shit over again like he did two years ago but high points this one's for you buddy so, this is the team. Uh, whoa. I am just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. This is the guy in the house doing all the fucking. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy fucks. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's damn true. Kayla and Austin not doing much fucking, but they are taking 37 dicks. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? And when you suck 37 dicks in a row, you gotta look at your life, and maybe you realize you just need to get your shit together. Get your shit together! Get it all together, and put it in a backpack. All your shit, so it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or or put it in a shit museum, I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Get your shit together. I've never... I don't wanna... I just feel bad just looking at your face, and it makes me think of all the faces I've, I made look oh. like that over the the three years we've done this.
1: Yeah, it hurts, but you know, everyone has those wigs. Uh, everyone has those years, and this is one of those years so far.
0: Yep, it happens, but let's get into it max 171 points we talked about patrick mahomes with 32.5 antonio gibson gave him 12 right before he got injured uh deandre swift 12.12 points uh chenault 0.5 points uh not what you were looking for but you didn't know what you were going to get out of luden and he got hurt in the game but luckily you have tyree kill 32.6 points Travis Kelsey, 30.9 points, just outside the top 10. CeeDee Lamb actually showed life, um, unlike the week prior. Yeah, that, uh, maybe they found a quarterback until Dalton comes back. We'll see, but 15.1 points. Speaking of a quarterback, though, Aaron Rodgers, 31.2 points. And then the Patriots defense gave him four. On the other side, we got some people to blame. Deshaun Watson is definitely not one of them. 27 points. Philip Lindsey, 2.3. Uh, Rojo, 3.3, but he ran the ball, what, three times? That's about what you can expect with three rushes. That's actually a little better than you can expect with three rushes. But Adam Thielen, 5.8. DeAndre Hopkins, 4.5. TJ Hawkinson, 13.4. Mike Williams, 13.6. P. River, 7 points. And then the Cardinals defense gave you 2.
1: Yeah, Costen's looking for a get-right game this week against Let Dalvin Cook.
0: Good luck, Dalvin is cooking, but we'll get into that later. Uh, Max, like we said, clinched. He is 8-1. Uh, tip to tip, they fall down to 3-6. Not
1: in last place, but close. Time to get our shit together. Next to recap, we have spooky sushi squirts uh, they shit themselves. Peter heaters beat them, 115 to 97. This was a shit game and the suck fest of the week. Let's go see the entire hotel, shall we? I'll take you on a quick tour, Well, and then you can all get back to your Suckfest.
0: Hey, uh, we're not here for a Suckfest, we're here for the convention. There's been a little mix-up, which is why. Okay, uh, I,
1: like, I like convention, too.
0: Okay. At me, I'm,
1: I'm at a convention, a fucking Suckfest convention here at International Inn. Hey, assholes, more assholes for your big Suckfest tonight. How's the Suckfest going, assholes? You know the Suckfest in here... Tom Brady, .5 points. He was part of a suck fest as well. Uh, Le'Veon Bell getting you 1.3. Not what you expect for a Kansas City running back.
0: They're just not running the ball. Yeah, actually, at, th- at this time, that's exactly what I'm expecting from a Kansas City running back.
1: Christian McCaffrey helping Todd get the win. Will Fuller, 23.5. Allen Robinson, 14.6. Then Jared Cook.
0: Hey, first of all, fuck you, motherfucker!
1: Getting Todd two points, DJ Moore 2.8, Cam Newton Monday night 25.6 points, Uh, really taking Todd to the glory land.
0: Yep, wasn't much, but it was enough. On the other side, Ryan Tannehill 12.8 points for Kyle, Wayne Gallman actually 15.2, you'll take that, same with Jarek McKinnon, especially since you don't know what the Niners are going to do half the time, 15.3, Devontae Parker 10.4. Hollywood, 6.3 Robert Tunyon, 1 point Antonio Brown 4.6 points Drew Brees, 21.5 points, and then you got the Packers giving you 10 points just not enough, sadly now, on to our so the Spooky Sushi Squirts, once again they are eliminated at 1-8 and And the Fetus Eaters, they climb up to 4 5 but on to our next matchup, we have Mixing it up in a close game against the Glizzy Gods, 155.7 to 147.5. Uh, Yeah, damn close game. High-scoring game at that.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen, Devontae Adams taking to Uh over the top, getting the win. Josh Allen, 36.9. We mentioned him in the top ten. But uh, David Johnson and David Montgomery, the Davids, going down. I think I picked them against DJ Dallas, Leonard Fournette. Didn't expect them both to get hurt. But Devontae Adams, thirty-eight point three. Marvin Jones getting eleven point eight. Noah Fant seven. Melvin Gordon three point two. Uh Drew Locke, thirty points. Nearly getting in that top ten, but a great performance there out of the Denver quarterback in the Saints defense, twenty two points against Tom Brady uh domination.
0: Yeah, it really was. Wasn't expecting to see that. But on the other side, Connor, hundred and forty seven and a half points. A hell of a game. Uh Daniel Jones, nine point nine. DJ Dallas, ten point nine. Uh Leonard Fournette nine point one. But this is where he made his hay. DK Metcalf twenty five point three. Keenan Allen twenty three point eight. Darren Waller eleven point seven. I called this fucking game Christian Kerr Yeah. Yeah. Christian Kirk, twenty six point eight points, Tua nineteen points, and then the Colts with eleven points.
1: Yeah, you did call that a. I knew that was going to be a big one. Great performance out of uh, Connor's wide receivers this week. Just sadly, it wasn't enough. Three and six, five and four. Got to get those wins. c Stu is staying, staying in the uh, playoff race there. And the next recap, we have the Golden God taken down. Let Dalvin cook. It's tough to do when Dalvin is cooking, but the Golden God can do it because they got the MVP, Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson, 17.8 points. Todd Gurley, 14.5. Really solid performance out of Aaron Jones and Todd Gurley. Aaron Jones getting you 13.4. Stephon Diggs, 21.3. AJ Brown, 23. There's a bunch, a, a bunch of high scoring wide receiver uh, in week nine. Jimmy Graham, sixteen point five points, uh getting in the end zone. Michael Thomas nine point six. Welcome back, sir. Like I said, Kyler Murray, top uh forty two point one points top five performance, but the Buccaneers defense getting you eight points. It was enough.
0: Yeah, and uh, sadly, Dalvin Cook was not enough to uh, propel Clarence to a win, but Teddy Bridgewater did his part at 28.9 points. Hasty, not so much at 2.3. Dalvin Cook, we talked about him. Top performer on the week, 53.2 points. Robbie Anderson, 12.8. Justin Jefferson, 9.9. Janu 11.2. Connor this is the this is the one that hurt I was I I was wrong on that one so for every in there is a yang like I say 3.2 points for Connor uh Derrick Henry 10.8 points going up against that stout Chicago defense and then the Texans gave you seven points on defense so good game like I said another high scoring game just not enough Clarence falls to five and four and uh Mark actually climbs to five and four but on to the next matchup. The one everyone was worried about. Michael Sox definitely the most. It was the Rancid B-Flaps getting back in the win column. 130.7 points for Michael. On the other side for Nick. Down week get with 107.2. Uh, Big Ben though. 26.8 points for Michael. Uh, James Robinson 20.9 points Josh Jacobs 14.3 Mike Evans had 9.4 Brandon Cooks 18.8 Eric Ebron getting in the end zone 9.7 points manual seven Emmanuel Sanders 11.8 points and then you got the newly acquired uh, Corey Davis not not doing uh, not doing what you wanted giving you giving you a zero Bitches, my that was a bad bitch giving you a zero. And then the Giants defense giving you 19 points.
1: Yeah, I guess we can't say you got trade rape because Kenny Galladay got zero points as well. Uh, and you got the win. so uh, But Chef Russ, uh, disappointing performance out of a top team in the FGBL this, so far this year. But Russell Wilson getting you 23 Chase Edmonds, 15.3 Not bad there in Arizona uh, Jonathan Taylor, 8.4 points A uh, lot to be desired there Tyler Lockett getting you 6 points Deontay Johnson, 14.1 Hayden Hurst, 11.7 Sterling Shepard getting you 10 points Matt Stafford, 7 And the Steelers defense, 11 6-3 uh, and three. For Chef Russ and Michael. Try to hang in there. Four and five. The next recap. The final recap from week nine. ODB in the eight pound shits. Getting beat. By weapons of ass destruction. 119 to 103. Uh, Justin Herbert. Continues. His string of good performances, 24.4 points. Zach Moss getting you 12.8. Alvin Kamara, 14.4 points. Claypool, Juju, the Steeler stack. We've seen this before. Uh, Shane used to rock the Steeler stack. It was Antonio Brown and Juju back then, but hey, not too bad out of your uh, Steeler wide receivers. 12 and 22 Gronkowski getting you .7 points. Nobody doing much there in Tampa Bay. Godwin. So you got the Buccaneer stack. Uh, 6.6 points there. And uh, Matt Ryan, 23. Chiefs defense, 3 points. On the other side, Brock trying his his hardest. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Not doing bad. 19.5. J.K. Dobbins, 5.5. Clyde getting you 10.9. Okay. Not great. Terry McLaurin was great. 26 points. Julio Jones was good. 15.9 uh, getting a touchdown. Hunter Henry getting you a 5.3. And let's uh let's not forget about Justin Jackson. Zero.
0: Things go well. I might be showing her my O face. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> oh he got hurt pre-game too god damn yeah i didn't realize it was pre-game that sucks i I couldn't have i I mean i i didn't have any they didn't announce it he played the first game and he was like no i'm good but i didn't have anyone to replace him with so Uh,
1: it really hurt your team this week kyle allen really hurt his ankle he got (laughs) attacked two points uh yeah, against the Giants, both both quarterbacks.
0: The Dak attack is, back, uh,
1: and the general. Ravens defense getting you eighteen. Let's not forget about DJ Chark on your bench. Would have made the difference.
0: Believe me, I did not.
1: Um, Clarence, he had some good. He had a he had a, a game winner on his bench as well. So yeah, you're not alone there. No. Well, I guess Clarence isn't alone because he's usually there with a uh, monster performance on his.
0: Yeah, I mean On this is. Nobody's least, seen at DJ least three Shark. years. He's been playing fantasy football since 1984.
1: DJ Shark was uh, he was struggling. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't blame you for having him down there.
0: Yeah, I tried to get a little sneaky. I was like, maybe Kyle Allen will do something. He scored more points than Brady, so who would have guessed that? Anyway, let's go to a commercial break, and we will get into our Week Ten preview. Finally, an unseen man appears in a chat after a win. On this episode of Unsolved Mysteries, we examine the last bit of evidence involving Vergas Grandes. Zack has never been in the group text chat the entire league is in, minus Connor, which we don't blame. He's a minor, and we don't want to implicate him in this shit. But that bears the question of why isn't Zack in the chat? Is Michael ashamed of the league? Does he not want to explain the legend of Mexico Todd? Does he not want to explain the Jarek McKinnon paradox, Max Edmund Chevrolet? Or why the giblets will always be tip-to-tip in our hearts? After a Week 12 win over Hannah Montana, Vergas Grande's posts on the CBS chat about the league. He said it's been a pleasure even though he's had to have a disgusting team from a disgusting dude. We can all agree with that, but the red flag is the response. Michael says, next year we'll see what you're really made of, my dude. This is indeed the nicest thing Michael has said to anybody that wasn't himself. Why, you ask? Because Zach is Michael. Michael is Zach, Finkel, and Einhorn. So is this all true? Fuck if I know, but the least we can do is speculate. My name's Brock, and this is all for Unsolved Mysteries. It's a recap. It is the week 10 recap. Zach was not real.
1: Let's get right into it. Our first preview... Buffalo Soldiers taking on, mixing it up. Uh, Buffalo Soldiers going to go ahead and rest all their players this week because they have clinched their playoff berth. Well, that's probably not true. He's probably going to get another win. Uh, It's projected to be a close one here. Let's get right into the quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers projected 25 points. Daniel Jones, 13.8. Patrick Mahomes on his bye. Aaron Rodgers getting that starting spot.
0: <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Uh, Brock, we, we both gave him Chiefs this year.
0: I know. I, yeah, I traded him. I, 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 I traded him Tyreek Hill. I traded him Patrick Mahomes. He still ended up with the Chiefs. Other people got him. And he still ended up with the Chiefs. You'd think we'd learn our lesson by now.
1: On to the running backs. We have Antonio Gibson. And DeAndre Swift for Max. Both are projected 12 points. Gibson's playing the Detroit Lions and Swift playing the football team. Fournette and DJ Dallas on the other side for Connor. Fournette projected 12 points against Carolina. And DJ projected 10 against the Rams. I'm going to give this one to Gibson and Swift.
0: I think I will... I think I'll give it to Fournette and DJ Dallas because I don't think Gibson's going to play. I could be wrong. I know it's iffy right now, but that's just my my thought. But then he has J.D. McKissick. I'll still give it to Fournette and Dallas. Oh,
1: he does have McKissick. I thought Max had McKissick. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does have McKissick. <laughs> he does have McKissick. Uh, let's get to the wide receivers. Cooper Cup. Projected fifteen points, Jerry Judy. Projected ten. Uh, cup playing Seattle. Nice little matchup there, Jerry Judy against Las Vegas. Also a decent matchup. Keenan Allen and DK Metcalf though. Another side for Connor. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Keenan Allen and Metcalf.
0: I will also take Keenan and Metcalf, but I'm afraid for Keenan. Uh, Xavier Howard is back Apparently this year He was not good last year This year he is back And he just shut down DeAndre Hopkins So we'll see
1: Well we'll see if he can uh Take down the route runner The best route runner in the game Maybe Arguably Keenan Allen Good matchup to watch this week In the tight end spot We have Darren Waller Taking on Denver Projected 12 points And for Max, Logan Thomas, projected five against Detroit. I'm going to take Darren
0: Waller. I will take Darren Waller as well. I don't know, though. Logan Thomas is kind of sneaky with Alex Smith in there.
1: Yeah. And he plays just about every snap, so it's nice to see out of your tight end. In the flex spot, we have Kareem Hunt, projected 13 points, and Christian Kirk, projected 11. Uh... I'm going to go with Max's Kareem Hunt here.
0: I think I'm going to stay in the fire with Christian Kirk. I'm going to do it again.
1: Both have pretty decent matchups. Uh, But Nick Chubb in the super flex for Max. Starting both Cleveland running backs this week. Uh, And Tua Tungavailoa. For Connor, I'm going to give it to Tua.
0: I'll give it to Tua as well. And I good job he- on saying the last name.
1: I got to see Nick Chubb back and healthy before I pick him. In the defense, we have the Patriots for Max. Projected 10 points against Baltimore and 8 points projected out of the Colts. They're playing Tennessee. Give it to. uh, I give it to the Colts.
0: Yeah, I think I'll give it to the Colts as well. Patriots' biggest weakness has been stopping the run. And that's the only thing the Ravens are good at.
1: Do we think Connor's going to get a win?
0: I actually, yeah, I really do somehow. I, I wasn't anticipating it, but yeah, I'm, I guess I give it to Connor. I'll give it to Max. All right. And then onto our next matchup, we have the golden God and he has taken on spooky sushi squirts. Let's get right into it. Spooky sushi squirts. Projected 99 points. On the other side, Mark, 136 points projected. So they're saying a blowout. What do we think? Kyler Murray, 22 points projected versus the Buffalo Bills. On the other side, Ryan Tannehill projected 15 points going up against the Indianapolis Colts. And I will give that one to Kyler Murray.
1: Kyler Murray, yeah, 34 points.
0: All right. On to the running back. Aaron Jones projected nine points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars for Mark. He also has Jamal Williams projected eight points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. On the other side, Jarek McKinnon projected 10 points going up against the New Orleans Saints. And Wayne Gallman projected eight points going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll give this one to Jones because he's the best running back of the bunch.
1: Yeah, I give it to Jones as well.
0: On to the wide receiver, we have Michael Thomas, projected 15 points going up against the San Francisco 49ers, and Stephon Diggs, projected 15 points going up against the Arizona Cardinals. On the other side, though, Devontae Parker, projected 13 points going up against the LA Chargers, and then you got Antonio Brown, projected 9 points going up against the Carolina Panthers. The trade is going head-to-head. Michael Thomas... And Stephon Diggs. I will give it to Michael Thomas and Stephon Diggs as well. And on to tight end, Jimmy Grandpa projected seven points going up against the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night. On the other side, Robert Tunyon projected eight points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think I'm gonna give this one to Jimmy
1: Graham. Yeah, yeah, I gotta give it. To, I'm gonna give it to uh, Tunyon, Robert Tunyon.
0: All right, and then on to the flex. A.J. Brown, he's good, projected 14 points going up against the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night. On the other side, Jalen Rager projected 6 points going up against the New York Giants. I feel like that's low, but I'm still going to give it to A.J. Brown.
1: I'm going to give it to A.J. Brown. I think Rager has a good shot, but A.J. Brown, uh, all the way.
0: Yeah, he's just damn good, maybe top 12 the rest of the way. And then onto the Superflex. We have Lamar Jackson projected 21 points going up against the New England Patriots. Going up against Drew Brees for Kyle. Projected 20 points going up against the San Francisco 49ers. I think I'm going to give this one to Lamar. I, just, I like his floor. And I think he's going to run all over New England.
1: Right. I'm going to give it to Lamar as well. You're just waiting for that big game.
0: Yep. And then the defenses. The Eagles project 15 points going up against the New York Giants. On the other side you got the Green Bay Packers going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh I'm actually gonna go Packers. I think uh, I think they have a chance to give Luton problems.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think Jacksonville is probably gonna run the ball.
0: I I, I would against the Packers.
1: I'm gonna give it to the Eagles.
0: Okay. All in all though, uh Mark I almost had a clean sweep, so apparently I do think it's a blowout.
1: I believe it's a blowout. Mark gets the win. The squirts stay down at the bottom. Weapons of Ass Destruction taking on Glizzy Gods this week. Uh, both teams right there in the playoff hunt. Uh, no history between these two teams, but uh, let's see. Ryan is projected to win 127-122. to 122. Uh, Quarterback matchup, Justin Herbert taking on Miami. Projected 24, Josh Allen taking on Arizona Cardinals. Projected 21 points. Give me Josh Allen in this matchup.
0: I agree. I think Josh Allen as well. I think this is the the week that Herbert has a rough time. After that, his schedule is cake, but Dolphins have been no joke.
1: In the running back spot, uh, Stu scrounging for some replacements after the Davids go down. Uh, Duke Johnson projected 12 points against Cleveland. Latavius Murray, 8 against Sam Fran. The other side, the, uh, Alvin Kamara projected 20 points. And Zach Moss, 10. Uh, we're going with Kamara and Moss. Correct. In the wide receiver spot, we have a uh, a trade that went down between these two teams last week. Uh, Devontae Adams, though, for Glizzy Gods, projected thir- 23 points. Playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Marvin Jones projected 10 against Washington. Keller rolling out Juju against Cincinnati projected 13 points. And Tyler Boyd projected 13 against Pittsburgh. Head-to-head matchup there. But uh, give give me Devontae Adams and Marvin Jones.
0: Yep, I agree. I like their matchups a lot more as well.
1: This is a tight end spot. Evan Ingram projected eight points for Chris. He's playing Philadelphia and Gronk. Coming off a shit week. Projected eight points against Carolina. They've been really targeting Evan Ingram. uh, But Gronk just seems to find the end zone. I think he gets back in the end zone this week.
0: Yep, I agree. I will give to Gronk as well.
1: In the flex spot, we have Melvin Gordon for the Glizzy Gods. He's projected 11 points against the Vegas Raiders. On the other side, Keller, starting Chris Godwin, projected 13 against Carolina. This one's tough for me. I'm going to give it to I'm going to give it to uh Chris Godwin. Yep.
0: I will give it to Godwin as well.
1: In the Superflex, a couple of quarterbacks here. Drew Locke, uh, head-to-head matchup against Derek Carr. Who's going to win? Locke projected 17, Carr projected 16. I think I give this one to Derek
0: Carr. I think I'll give it to Drew Locke for the simple fact I feel like Las Vegas can run out ahead of them, and then Drew Locke has to throw to get back in.
1: In the defense, we have the Saints projected 12 points for the Glizzy Gods. They are playing... San Francisco and for Keller the Bills playing Arizona projected 10 points I like the Saints defense against San Fran Uh, still need a bunch of guys to get healthy and on the field until then I'm going to pick a defense against them
0: yep I will uh, I'll pick the Saints as well
1: so do we think Chris Stewart's going to get a win
0: I had this one pretty down the middle that's close it is close I think both teams on a winning streak
1: I picked Chris's receivers but I think uh, I think uh,
0: Kellers could
1: could make up some ground there
0: yeah I like Juju against Cincinnati they seem to be getting him the ball a lot more than they were previously
1: Tyler Boyd too
0: Yeah, that Pittsburgh matchup kind of scares me. The number one wide receiver doesn't typically do much. Um, I think I'll give it to Keller by a a hair. I think the running backs are the big sway. I I think uh, Kamara has a big game, and Zach Moss, when he eats, he eats, and he's got a chance.
1: I'll, I'll give it to Keller as well.
0: All right, on to the next matchup. We have the Fetus Eaters. They are taking on. the rancid B-flaps. They're a little less rancid than they were last week, but still rancid nonetheless. Anyway, Michael has projected 119 points, while Mexico Todd... Is he still Mexico Todd?
1: Apparently, uh... I think he's living in Stillwater, though,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Todd? Yep, pretty sure he's back in Stillwater, but... Get your ass back to Mexico. Yeah. They'll call you Mexico Todd. Either way, you're you'll always be Mexico Todd in our hearts. Anyway, fetus eaters have a commanding lead in this series.
1: Yeah, let's bring this up five five and two against uh, against the rancid beef flaps. Michael has a tough time against Todd.
0: Yep, yep, it, it he definitely does. Anyway, let's get into the matchup. See if he can turn that around. Tom Brady, Michael's lord and savior. Going up against him, projected 21 points against the Carolina Panthers. On the other side, Big bid projected 19 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think I'm going to give this one to Brady. I think he comes back in a big way.
1: Yeah, pissed off Brady. Nothing to joke about. Uh, ben Roethlisberger getting injured. Maybe struggles a little bit. I'll give it to Brady.
0: All right, onto the running backs. We have Mike Davis projected 13 points going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Rex Burkhead projected 9 points going up against the Baltimore Ravens. On the other side for Michael, Josh Jacobs projected 16 points and Josh Jacobs Robinson projected 17 points. I think I'm going to give this one to uh, Robinson and Jacobs.
1: I give Yeah, I do too, but I don't I think it's closer than the projections think i think rex burkett has a has a good chance to to do good this week
0: all right and then on to the wide receivers Allen robinson projected 13 points going up against the minnesota vikings and will fuller projected 12 points going up against the cleveland browns on the other side brandon cooks projected 11 points will fuller's teammate going up against the cleveland browns as well and then mike evans projected 10 points going up against the carolina panthers i think i have think it's robinson and fuller
1: Mm. This is close for me. I I'm gonna give it to Michael's receivers. I think Cook's I think Evans has a big day.
0: Alright. On to the tight end. We have Jared Cook. Okay, first of all, fuck you motherfucker. Projected eight points going up against the San Francisco 49ers. On the other side, Eric Ebron. Projected nine points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to give this one to Eric Ebron because he is not Jared Cook.
1: Yeah, Eric Ebron gets into the end zone. Well, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Jared Cook. I think Jared Cook is due for a Jared Cook type of game.
0: I think Jared Cook is the exact opposite of Mo Cox.
1: Well he's big and fast
0: Not as big
1: Not as big Probably faster than the Cox
0: How fucking dare you On to the flex We have DJ Moore projected 11 points Going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers On the other side for Michael Emmanuel Sanders Projected 11 points Up against the San Francisco 49ers uh, I don't like either of their matchups So I'll give it to DJ Moore I I think he has a better chance of breaking one off than Emmanuel Sanders.
1: I will give this one to Emmanuel Sanders.
0: All right, and then on to the super flex. We have Cam Newton projected 15 points going up against the Baltimore Ravens. On the other side, Big Dick Nick projected 14 points going up against the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to give this one to Big Dick Nick.
1: Oh, it's got to be Cam for me the rushing touchdowns that's what does
0: it for me all right and then on to the defenses we have the detroit Lions projected 12 points going up against the washington redskins on the other side we have the new york giants projected 12 points as well going up against the philadelphia eagles i'm actually gonna give this one to the giants i feel like they have a better chance of getting turnovers against the eagles than uh, the washington redskins i I know Alex Smith threw a lot of interceptions last week, but he's Alex Smith. I think, you know, that was there was definitely a lot of rust, and he is known for
1: managing games. Yeah, he's
0: known for not turning the ball over. So
1: that was before he almost lost his leg, but
0: that's true. Maybe he's living more wild and dangerous.
1: I'm gonna give it to the Giants as well, and I'm gonna give it to Michael.
0: I think I give this one to Todd. Yeah, I give this one to top. I don't feel good about it, though. Suckfest. You heard it here.
1: ODB in the 8-pound shits taking on Chef Russ in Week 10. Uh, Chef Russ coming off a loss. Uh, He's projected to win this week against ODB. These teams have never met. 123-117 123 to 117 is, is the projection. Let's get into the quarterback matchup. Russell Wilson playing the Rams, projected 20 points. Going up against Carson Wentz, playing the Giants, projected 18. I'm going to give this one to Russell Wilson. On to the running backs, we have Miles Sanders and J.K. Dobbins. Sanders playing the Giants, projected 13 points. Dobbins. Playing New England, projected 12. Uh, For Dick, Chase Edmonds playing Buffalo, projected 14 points. And they have Jonathan Taylor, projected 10 points, playing the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to give this one to Brock's running backs. Miles Sanders against the Giants. And I think J.K. Dobbins. I think they I think they try to get him the ball early and often. In the wide receiver spot, we have Terry McLaurin and DJ Chark for Brock. Chark making the starting lineup this week. Projected, projected 11 points in McLaurin. Projected 15 against Detroit. They're taking on Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett in a head-to-head matchup there. Uh... I said, I think Jacksonville runs the ball this week. DJ Chark falls back down to earth. Give me Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett. We're due for a 40-point Tyler Lockett game. I hope oh, it doesn't happen against do. you, but I am starting him in my uh, Dynasty, so I do kind of hope it happens.
0: Uh, it already happened against me in Dynasty. You're right. That would be epic. That was his 61-point week. That was that was a great week.
1: Uh yeah I'm gonna give to gonna give it to Nick's wide receivers here in the tight end spot we have Hunter Henry for Brock. he's playing Miami projected nine points and Austin Hooper playing Houston projected seven points Give me well, I wanna to... yeah how has Hunter Henry been doing Brock? I don't even know
0: he's been giving me about seven to five points,
1: okay. I think they have to uh, I think they have to get him involved against Miami. I'm going to take your tight end here. Does that make you feel okay? I almost picked Hooper because it's it's a good matchup there against Houston, but I don't trust Austin Hooper and Baker Mayfield at that in the flex we have T Higgins project, projected nine points for Brock he's playing Pittsburgh tough matchup and Deontay Johnson he's projected 10 points playing Cincinnati another head-to-head matchup here give me give me well do they shut down Tyler Boyd or do they t- shut down T. Higgins I don't give me Johnson here give me Johnson against Cincinnati I think uh, a little bit better chance of finding the end zone In the Superflex, couple of quarterbacks, Joe Burrow for Brock projected 16 points against Pittsburgh, and Matthew Stafford, he's projected 17 against Washington, give me, well, I gotta take Stafford here, just a little bit better matchup. Yeah, give, give me Stafford. It's, it's, it's going to be close, but I'm going to take Stafford. I think Jer- Joe Burrow really has to uh, get it done this week, and I think he might. On to the, to the defense. We have the rivalry, the Ravens for Brock. Projected 14 points against New England and the Steelers for Nick. Projected 17 points against Cincinnati. Give me the Steelers' defense. I got to give it to Nick.
0: Yeah. Yep, not liking the chances, but hoping for the best, expecting the worst. We will see. On to our final matchup of Week 10. We have tip to tip. They are going up against Let Dalvin Cook. Um, right now, Clarence leads the series 2-1. to one. But let's see if uh, the bro team can can even that up just a bit. Deshaun Watson projected 21 points going up against the Cleveland Browns. On the other side, you have Jared Goff projected 21 points going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Both of them have really great matchups, but what Seattle is giving up is ridiculous. Everyone is a top 10 quarterback when they play them. I will give it to Jared Goff, but it would not surprise me if Deshaun takes it. That's a, He's got a great matchup as well, but Seattle is just terrible. You could skip the running backs. On to the running backs. We have Gio Bernard, who may be playing, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then Kalen Balazs. Y'all picked up Kalen Balazs.
1: He's actually on a practice squad right now. (laughs) He
0: he is, but it already sounds like they're resting Justin Jackson, so that kind of sucks. Anyway, projected nine points going up against... His old team, revenge game perhaps, Miami Dolphins. On the other side though, you got Dalvin Cook projected 19 going against Chicago and Derrick Henry projected 17 going up against the Colts. They both have tough matchups. It doesn't matter because those guys are some of the best at what they do. I'll give it to Cook and Henry. Under the wide receivers, we have DeAndre Hopkins projected 15 points going up against the Buffalo Bills, and you got Adam Thielen projected 11 points going up against the Chicago Bears. On the other side, for Clarence, we have Robbie Anderson projected 13 points going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and perhaps Kenny Galladay right now, he's projected 7 points going up against the Washington Redskins. I will actually give this one to Hopkins and Thielen. Thielen has a hell of a matchup. Uh... But I, I think I think they'll pull it off, and I think DeAndre has a big game, especially with you know White getting hurt nonstop. So we'll see. I don't know, a little bit of a titty pussy matchup. We'll we'll see. On to the tight end, TJ Hawkinson projected nine points going up against the Washington Redskins. On the other side, Jonu Smith projected eight points going up against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I like the matchup for Hawkinson. I'll give it to him, even though both are playing well. Baker Mayfield projected 15 points for tip-to-tip. On the other side, you got Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves, projected 17 points going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll actually give this one to Baker Mayfield. I just like the matchup more. Tampa Bay's been really good against quarterbacks, so um, we'll see. Houston's been awful, so I think Baker can put together a, a decent game. Onto the flex, we have Mike Williams projected 12 points going up against the Miami Dolphins. On the other side, we have James Conner projected 15 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I I, will, I like Williams in this matchup. I really do. I think he could have a big game, but I, I think I will give it to Conner. Um, I, I like the workload, and I think against Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's been actually surprisingly decent against wide receivers, so um, I think Conner has a big game, but... I said that last week, so we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. And then on to the defenses, we have the Arizona Cardinals projected nine points against the Buffalo Bills. On the other side, the Minnesota Vikings projected ten points going up against the Chicago Bears. I will give this one to the Vikings because I think they will. Uh, they have a better chance of getting a turnover. So all in all, I I I gotta give it to Dalvin Cook, and we'll see how everything plays out.
1: I hope Dalvin Cook does not score fifty.
0: Three points on me. I've
1: wished it before,
0: and if it, he doesn't, it'll
1: be Derrick Henry. Yeah, one of them. We have no chance. Uh, we got a tough schedule. Like I said we we just came off of game against Max, and then we got Clarence. I don't think it gets any easier. No. Well, it it will get a little bit easier, but we're at the top right now. Yeah.
0: Well, yep. Got to deal with that murderers' row sometimes. Got to get a win. Yep. But oh, and officially, uh, Clarence has better running backs than Keller. Oh yeah. Just want to throw that out there. The two-headed monster? The two-headed monster is more like a one-headed monster and and Zeke. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you guys again listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Um it, s- drop us voicemail, do whatever. Cuss us out. I don't I don't care. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. Call
1: in and you know, how, how do you get a raisin out of your kid's nose?
0: That's a good question. Is a, is a no sucker the answer?
1: No sucker, tweezers, Do you just let it dissolve? Will a raisin just dissolve?
0: Will he grow into a raisin tree?
1: Questions that need to be answered.
0: Gold you ain't got, got the answers, gold man. Gold you gold got gold the answers man!
1: You ain't got the answers! Kind of I, you, you ain't
0: got you, the if, answers! If, if you, if- it's true. I don't
1: have the answers, but yep. I do have a kid with a raisin in his nose at the house, so I better I better get.
0: Yep, that's why we had a little bit shorter podcast than normal, but you know what? It's all the same. As we always say here at the FGBL, keep, keep it, it crispy. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes. I want my I want my money back. 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 You guys are bitches. I
1: want my I want my money back. I want my I want my money back. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You
0: guys are assets.